We are outdoor ladies who hunt, shoot, and fish, all while working in conservation and chasing kids. I'm Julia Plugi with the Nebraska Game and Parks Commission. And I'm Michaela Ray with the National Wild Turkey Federation. Follow us on our outdoor adventures. Welcome to the next episode of She Goes Outdoors. So today I'm by myself in the studio, kind of. I'm not. Uh, Michaela is on vacation with her family and some friends. And so I thought I'd try this podcast thing all by myself, kind of. I, I brought in an expert to uh, talk about the upcoming holiday that we have just around the corner. And, and that holiday being Valentine's Day, and some take it very special. Some, like me, think it's a Hallmark holiday and really doesn't get much into it other than like having to purchase those really cheap Valentine's Day cards for my kids. List, we got to follow that restricted snack list, but um, I won't jump on my soapbox about that one at all. But anyways, with it being Valentine's Day coming up, I thought we'd have a little fun, uh, bring in a little love into the conversation and more of the love in the outdoors. And and before you turn the podcast off, no, I don't mean like love isn't um, human love in the outdoors. We won't go there in this one, but we're going to talk about animal love. And, and so I brought back Monica and Monica was joined us. Um, one of our first programs when we talked about her being, um, she was hunting when she was pregnant and shared that awesome story with us and and so we brought her back and I guess more of her professional role more of her career as a project wild coordinator we're going to have a little conversation about animal love so Monica I reached out to you just right away this morning and said hey let's 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 do a podcast together I I don't like to do this alone and so that that spurred on to the Valentine's Day so what, what can we talk about animal love? Well, there's a lot of different animal love in the in the animal kingdom, especially in Nebraska. Um, some of my favorite animals to talk about are porcupines. Um, people don't really think of prickly as being something that they, you know, want to mate with or anything, but they, they do it carefully. Um, so one of the things we're going to talk about is how porcupines kind of talk to each other. They don't have Tinder. They don't have, you know, plenty of fish or Facebook or Twitter, but um, they do, um, if you've heard the phrase, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Um, <laughs> so porcupines definitely follow that. The female will actually release this really pungent, musky scent. Um, oh, and that's so the, normal with a lot of animals, oh, isn't totally it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we might not think it smells very good, but those males, those boys are going to definitely come to her yard. Um, they uh, like that kind of smell, and then they actually will battle and dominate each other for this female. And um, once that dominance is established, a female's like, hey, okay, I'll, I'll let you, you know, we'll, we'll try this here. And, um, of course, you know, the male will have to pee on her. Um, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> super sexy. Um, but, yeah, the male will actually urinate all over her, and if she 
she accepts it if it kind of goes with her flow i guess she'll accept it and then they will actually mate so they only are uh, females are only in estrus for like eight to twelve hours so they oh, take yeah. full advantage of this eight to twelve hours so now all i envision is this the porcupine and i have that thought of the porcupine <laughs> That's going to be a challenging process for both of them. I would think, yeah. Um, and they only mate once a year. So, um, okay. like I said, they definitely take full advantage of that 8 to 12 hours. So. And, and what time of year would I might see a porcupines mating, peeing on each other and fighting <laughs> um, and mating? Late summer and early fall. Okay, so, okay. When you're outside. It's so fun how like, animals dominate and they have to fight over this one female. And How special is it for her to be like, yeah, well, who's going to win? Who's got the better right? smelling like, pee? Guys fighting over you must yeah. be hard. I yeah. know, right? Well, yeah, that, that exactly wasn't my thing. Oh, well, yeah, that's your Julia. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Ooh, so tell us more about a, a different critter in, of Nebraska. And, and the animals that uh, Monica's talking about are native to Nebraska, right? Yes, all okay. native to Nebraska. Cool. Um, so I'm a big snake person. So I like, just like talking about snakes and reptiles. But um, some of you guys have probably heard of like a mating ball and we, when we talk about garter snakes. So right away when females and males come out of hibernation, they um, first thing they want to do is find a mate. That's their first thing to do besides finding food. They want to find a mate. So, I want to find coffee. Like when I come out of hibernation, <laughs> I need food coffee. and coffee. I don't want my mate to touch me. <laughs> <laughs> well, different priorities. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, so that female is going to release, an, uh, again, another special scent. We call them pheromones that um, attract those males to her. And this is one where you may get 100, 300 males after one female. Um, we, sometimes we call it a mating ball. And uh, sometimes males, they don't like that competition. Uh, no one likes competition sometimes. So uh, what will they do is uh, the male will kind of go away for a little bit and release what's called a sneaker scent. Um, oh. that sometimes smells kind of like a female. Um, snakes aren't the most uh, smart. I, I like them, but they're not the most smart. So <laughs> they think it's another female, so they all rush to him. And then as soon as they rush to him, he rushes back to the female and gets to mate all by himself. Oh, so. that is sneaky. It I is. like it. I yeah. like it. That, now that's funny. You think animals really should have, I mean, they are probably the inventors of Tinder. Yeah. I mean, just think oh, yeah. about it. This one female looking for all these males on the Tinder love of of Nebraska wildlife. There's a lot of swiping right. right? Swipe <laughs> right, swipe right. right. Yep. That I'm was before my head. Maybe. <laughs> it's been a while since I've... I've had to date. Tinder's so. way, like, that wasn't even invented. I don't even know if there was a smartphone invented when I was <laughs> dating. In fact, I don't think there was at all. <laughs> I guess you just slammed your uh, phone shut if you didn't like that guy. Yeah, your little razor. Yeah. So what do you, okay, so snakes. Now, are all snakes that way? Like, or is um, that just a garter? That's mostly just garter snakes that I know of. They just make that huge mating ball. I think other snakes don't, they don't do it that hardcore, but... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Like the rattlesnake. Do we know what the rattlesnake does? They will like twist against each other in this oh. like weird little like twisty tie thing and then they will mate and then they kind of just go their separate ways. Oh, so, so. they don't like <clears throat> I'm sure don- there's a dominance of fighting, though. But Yeah, some okay. males will actually fight with each so other. So twist. Yeah, but hmm. only, I think, garter snakes do that huge mating ball of Wow, that's kind of so, cool. It's yeah. kind of cool. Maybe we'll have to find a picture of that and put on on the Facebook. Oh, I got pictures. <laughs> like real pictures? Like Not you... real pictures, but good oh. internet pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that'd be f- kind of fun to watch. I mean, a gardener snake, you... 
They're uh, a calm snake, right? So that Most you can the sit time. there and watch if yeah. you can see it. This cool. one lady in Canada apparently had it in her house and she had to move out. So like, oh. she had like 300 snakes in her house. So. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would want to wake up to that. All right. What else? What else you got for us? Well, um, how about we move to insects? Okay. Um, you know, you always hear about the birds and the bees. Yeah. Um, well, uh, honeybees are a little different. It's kind of graphic. It's not this sweet. You know, I like you, you like me, kind of thing. Um, what will actually happen is when um, males. Uh, mate with a female his testicles explode oh boy <laughs> so um it actually kills him um, oh so his whole goal in life is just to mate so um why people wonder why this evolved well uh, what happens is that when females um get that sperm um, males can actually reach in and take the sperm out of a competitor mating male um because he wants his sperm in there so when weird testicles explode it seals that space and then no other male can mate with her so it ensures that his genes get passed on so it's not all like interesting graphic in the world of insects wow that again i mean the the bee is just so intelligent in any ways and the way they dance and they you know they call each other through that dancing and the process of their life and now so what about so we've talked about a mammal we got the snakes we got the insects any other cool things that come to your mind that are they is so are most of the wildlife are they is are, are we going to see most of the action i should say like in in spring summer or summer fall when do yeah. we see most of the action it's going to depend on the species but a lot of it's going to be spring um some of the mammals actually are going to be in the winter time um like okay. owls right now being february is actually a great time to see owls mating with each other okay um and um, baby owls coming out here soon so they kind of time their uh hatching with songbirds so that when they get a little bit bigger they can eat the songbirds oh so okay it's okay. Kind of a good cycle they it's yeah. a good time for circle mating. of life yeah. yeah um i uh i did hear that i think i oh on the radio that our co-workers have the outdoor talk radio they have on care um i did i did listen that they the owl is the first to nest in nebraska and i had learned that from our own dave teeter Peter Ten, if I said that correctly, um, that so that make sure that when they do the eggs hatch, that everything they can be first to grab everything. Yeah. So that's that's what's well, amazing what um, animals do and their their natural process and um, the techniques that they use to attract each other. And you know sometimes we can we could probably compare the the human dominant doing some of that same stuff oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's just not quite as obvious <laughs> yes we women and men are a little more passive aggressive maybe <laughs> yeah. than animals would be there's no rules in the animal kingdom so. no no and um that's their way of dominance too to get rid of the ones that are not necessarily gonna survive yeah. survival of the fittest is the word i was trying to to come up with and so this Valentine's Day, you know, <laughs> think about who did you want to get in a big snake ball with? No, I'm just kidding. Exploding no. testicles. Oh, yeah. Well, where know. are the t- exploding testicles going to come from? I, no, I'm just kidding. But anyways, so Monica, what do you have plans for Valentine's Day? I know you're you're a busy mom and 
um, full-time job, going to school, wife, you have any, after I've like, you know, told your, all that about your life, are you going to do something on Valentine's Day? Well, me and my little girl are going to have a date night. So, oh, yeah, just us two for Valentine's Day. That's so. a good idea. Yeah. I should do that with my daughter too. Yeah. I've always, I've wanted to take her and have her toes done. She'd probably do it for about two seconds yeah, and then be go. done. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I think I have to work that day. Yeah, that yeah. is a Friday. Mm-hmm. So. But you know, if you are interested in learning more about animals and their mating and talking just about some other different kind of weird, strange things in Nebraska, Yeah, the Kincader Tap Room here in Lincoln is going to be, I'm going to be doing a animal love night, interactive night Ooh. Um, with live animals even. So and, beer. and beer. And beer. Of okay. course, and beer. Um, on uh, the 11th, February 11th, from 7 to 8 p.m. in okay. the Lincoln Tap Room in, for Kincader here in the Haymarket. And so. that's the Haymarket one. Oh, yes. what a great time. Um, you know, the Kincader does a lot of events. We've done a lot of events in partnership uh, with the Game and Parks and Kincader. And um, not only do they have great beer, but come on down and... Um, learn more from Monica. Now, did you say that was like a trivia night? Is it games or how are, how are you going to do it? Yeah. So it's like an interactive talk. So come grab a beer, find a seat. We're going to talk for about 45 minutes or so about some interesting, um, things that we've talked about here, but then also a little bit more in depth and, and some pictures as well, like PG, PG 13 pictures, but, um, <laughs> yes. And there will be live animals as well. We'll have a snake and probably some salamanders and some toads and frogs. So. Oh, how fun. Yeah. So if you want to meet Monica, learn more about, uh, the natural process of Nebraska wildlife and a beer um, to make you a little, enjoy the evening a little bit more. Monica will be there to sign like pictures of animals mating. I don't know. Yes, anything you want. <laughs> there is a new education event um, uh, website. I think it's outdoornebraska.gov slash education events. Okay. And we'll post that on our Facebook yeah. as well so you can see that and, and go down and participate in that. Well, I hope you have a great Valentine's Day, you Monica. Too, yeah. Yep. Um, I th- um, we had a Facebook question, Monica, that we wanted. We we're going to start asking all of our guests, and you are the first guest that we are going to ask this. So the question to you is: What was has been your most embarrassing outdoor moment? Oh gosh, there's so many. <clears throat> Which one should I choose? Um, <laughs> I think probably the most embarrassing outdoor moment is when I first went deer hunting. Um, This was the very, very, very first time I went deer hunting, and I um, was taking my deer to the processor after after getting it, and... uh, you know, there's a couple people in line in front of us, and they had huge racks on their deer. They had huge, big body deer, and um, I was so excited. You know, I was 28, so I was super excited about my first deer. And um, going into the processor, these guys are like, "Hey, do you have a deer in the back of your your truck?" And I said, "Yeah, it's right here." And he kind of looks and goes, "I don't see anything." And I was like, "It's right here." And he goes, "Oh, I thought that was a stuffed animal." Oh. But it, it was amazingly good. That was, um, like, harsh. I would have probably punched him. <laughs> and this, like, big, burly guy that was, like, lifting all the deer out of the other pickups, you know, he um, he's, like, he had his, like, 12-year-old son be like, hey, there's a little one for you. And he, like, took it and, like, flung it like it was a rag doll. And, like, I was, I don't know. I was just, like, so proud of my deer. You and, should still be you know, proud. Who cares? Like, oh, I thought that was a stuffed animal. It wasn't that small, but, yeah. Ow. It kind of, like, I don't, crushed me there. I don't, I think that, I don't know. That makes me sad. That is so mean because that was like, I think I would have just unglued it. Like, hey, buddy, that's my first harvested deer. Yeah. 
just but. you yeah ah, i don't know that i would call that embarrassing though i felt embarrassed because like oh yeah you should okay guys okay. like with their huge you know deer and there's me with my little stuffed animal you should be there. proud of your i was i'm your, so proud of it your it was stuffed delicious. animal good that's tender tender oh, yeah. you know things age they get tougher they do it's yeah. not, i mean deer are not like bourbon and whiskey with age you get better they get tougher (laughs) well thank you for joining me and sharing your stories and again you can join monica or meet monica at Kincater on february 11th and we'll have that posted on our facebook and if you like our podcast remember to share thanks for going outdoors with us this week please subscribe rate review share and join us on facebook and instagram at She goes outdoors. Bye.